Hello and welcome to the Third Real Podcast, the show where we geek out over movies and TV shows. My name is Ryan, and with me as always this week is Mike. Hello. And Dave. Hi, everybody. This you? week, no, that's we're later. talking D23. It's it's D23. We're going to talk D23. D23. Yeah. Well, there's nothing else okay. we're talking about but D23. Before we What's get into D23, D23, what does that stand for? No idea. All right. Next question. <laughs> What does D23 stand for? I know, it's for? something you could just The Google answer it. is, what doesn't D23 stand for? It uh, stands for, for righteousness. Uh, and, and 23 is for when uh, Disney was founded, I guess. In the year 23. 1923. I knew Disney was around for a while. <clears throat> That's so, right. Just after, this yeah, is that how actually, long they've been claiming their copyright on Mickey Mouse. I'm sorry. First that actually makes Christ, sense. Then 23, later, a, 23 years later, there was Disney. They're doing their 100-year anniversary thing, <clears throat> celebration oh, next year. Oh, next okay. Year. So, yeah, D23. Years. Oh, my God. They don't own the world yet. Come on, guys. Pick up the pace. I mean, they practically do. Yeah. You know, whoever is making that uh, Winnie the Pooh horror film is has their Mickey Mouse horror film script done. They're just waiting waiting till they can finally get in on that well they could do the winnie the pooh one because winnie the pooh was it was used by disney but not created or owned by yes. disney outright mickey mouse yes. is theirs like mickey mouse as disney's it was a blood transfusion from walt <laughs> but eventually that has to come out of copyright into public domain at some point but no, sure. when, when the world collapses and yeah. we lose all technology and records of the past, we will find this this symbol of a mouse that meant freedom or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> speaking of the mouse, um, there was a whole bunch of stuff coming out of D23. You know, we've all got our own little interests that they've mm -hmm. highlighted. I'd say mine fall, far, fall more towards the Star Wars side of things. Some Marvel um, but there were some TV shows that I don't really think any of us have some super high opinions on, or super hot take opinions on, but I'll list them out. Uh, did you guys see the trailer for The Santa Clauses? No. That, I did see that. Um, yep. Every, pretty much okay. everyone's back. Tim Allen yeah. as well. It's that a series about him interviewing for new Santas. Yeah, cool. it looks totally fun. Um, yep. Great in a series format because... They don't need to keep doing those movies, but like it just kind of lets right. them stretch out, explore the world. I always like that when they kind of explore the world a bit, right? They just, like, instead of the dimensions yeah. that you see in the film itself, it gets so contained, right? Yeah. Like the National Treasure TV show. Did you yes, see that trailer? Yes, I did. A couple of cameos in that one too. That was nice. No cage Yeah, it looks kind of fun. No Nick Cage. No, but you know, there was rumors, I guess, of a Nick Cage movie national treasure movie that they're okay. going to do we'll see if that pans out but you know same same idea as santa claus's expanding the world how about that percy jackson show so percy jackson makes me anxious because they tried this before um <laughs> and then, from sure. what i from what i remember of the the audiobook series uh when they said like yeah we're totally going to do a movie i'm like you can't do a movie to cap you can't <laughs> capture the entire book in one movie they're like so this saying we're doing a series i'm like that yeah that's that what you should have sense. been in the in the first place. Um, yeah. Like the first book can be, well, even the first two books could probably be season one, right? Like the, the front uh, yeah. half, the back half. The comments under like these videos are pretty mostly positive. People like, yeah, this is what they should have done in the first place. Yeah, oh, I mean it's nostalgia, right? So anything they've tried, like, hey, we're bringing it back, like, oh yeah, immediately everybody's interested. Take Does two. Does Star Wars fall under nostalgia because the original is from the seventies? But it never went away. It, it, it never has went to go away. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, sorry, that's not true. It went away for a bit, uh, yes. and then we got Episode One, Two, and Three, and then it yeah. went away for a bit some more, and then it got sold, and so. And then it's never when, going to never go away again. It's never going to go away again. Like when Disney took over and brought it back, like that was the the nostalgia of bringing it back at that yes. point. Uh, but since then, they're like, great. We've also produced more content than we have in the past 30 years for next year's streaming service. Just Star Wars. It's so true. It's so true. So uh, we've got Tales of the Jedi. Uh, did you see that? Uh, that's the cartoon one, right? Yeah. 
Like so an same animation series? studio, uh, almost yeah. It's same animation studio as Clone Wars. Yeah. Te- it's a bunch of shorts, so yeah, an anthology. Um, a lot of them they seem to be taking place all over the place timeline wise. Uh, you can tell just from the trailer. There's like an uh, origin story for Ahsoka, um, origin nice. story for Dooku and Qui Gon Jinn. Um, just some Mace, crazy looking I, I fucking Sith Lords. Yeah, he's around. Um, so. You know, that's an unexplored region, I suppose, in yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> so let's go take a look. I mean, wherever there's fun. a corner, wherever there's a carpet yeah. they can kick up and go into, they're gonna. Yeah, and here, so here's one thing to think about is that with the Clone Wars and the that show Rebels, they, they're great as a whole, but there were still some episodes less than great along the way. Um, and you... But those individual small great moments here and there make it worthwhile. I like, though, the the idea of them going in a more short-form look with the same animation in the same world because you're more likely to probably get just really good, solid stories being told, less filler, get right to the drama, right to the the fan service that we want. Yeah, no, I like that format. You know, tell, Mm -hmm. instead of worrying about half of the episode being backstory or half of the movie being a backstory and an introduction to the character. We're just jumping right into people. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. Um, yeah. And um, then did... Especially since we already know, like at this point you either know the characters or you know how to use Wikipedia to find the characters. <laughs> so let's just, yeah, let's not do, you know, everybody's I mean, story again. Marvel yeah. Marvel's already figured it out with their with their series of Marvel Legends. Anytime they're going to put out a new property, they're like, cool. By oh, the way, sure. in case you want to know about it, here's a little synopsis show, right? Like it's a little YouTube clip show. They should do that for Star Wars too. Yeah. Um, especially since uh, watching that Mandalorian trailer, just everything looks like it's based on everything else that's come before. Yeah. Uh, which has me, to be honest, a tad worried. Um, I just want Adventures of Mando and Baby Yoda. I'm excited that they're going to look, they look like they're going to go visit Mandalore and we're going to get yeah. Bo-Katan again. There was even a quick shot of little Babu Frick alien guy from, from Rise of Skywalker. Right. Uh, so that's cool and all, but what about our the reason we're here, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda? Like, I, I mean, I think it still follows that storyline. We left it where... Mando is exploring and discovering what it means. There was what he thought it meant to be a Mandalorian, and he's learning that what it can mean to be a Mandalorian. And right, he's but you don't that need to. to you don't need to go through a checklist of cameos to do that. No, it's that's just what I'm saying. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. to not follow the story. What I'm saying is because what was so great about Mandalorian were the standalone stories. Like they mm-hmm. go to visit some some alien planet where a village is besieged by some rough and tumble people, a neighboring you know bullies, and he helps them lay traps and fight them off, and then he gets some food and off he goes. Like those were the better stories. Right, but see, wasn't that the complaint at the start? Was that all these episodes were essentially fetch quests? Um, each episode, right? But not, was... not so much. Was it? <clears throat> was that ever a complaint though, or just like a? Well, isn't this interesting that it's just the same thing over the time, but it's interesting characters that they're visiting, right? Like, yeah, there's nothing oh, yeah, wrong no, with I like fetch that they quests. Keep going to different characters, yeah. But I mean, you do these you do these little fetch stories to like go and introduce this character, and then go and then introduce this other character. Then you want to bring those characters back into a bigger story. Well, not oh, yeah, but I yeah. So my worry is they're not going to necessarily nail it. That because the characters they're bringing back are the wider universe characters, right? Not the one-off of single episode with. characters. I I find it frankly shocking. Yeah. That you have so little faith in Kevin Feige, <laughs> but so much faith in Warner Brothers, because. <laughs> You you, <laughs> you 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 talk when we when we bring up uh, Warner Brothers, no, yeah. you talk about how well you just have to give it a chance. It's it's probably fine. Ignore all the abuse and trauma that they've caused you in the past, and and try this new one. And then you've got Kevin Feige, who has as of yet done no wrong. 
And you're like, oh no, it's, I mean, he's, he's obviously he's going to fuck this up because, you know, it's just, it's just clearly he's going to fuck this up, right? Like, well, that's, yeah, the, that's the plan. He's, he's going to fuck this up. And it's because like, he's built this house of cards now, right? He's built this awesome thing. Right. This house of cards. is going to fall apart while Warner Brothers, as you say, hasn't got the greatest track record. So to improve that is a low bar. Yeah. You don't have to go far. It's easy to fall <laughs> off of this house of cards, but it's also really easy to just get out of the muck for Warner Brothers. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to be. They seem to be still digging. So they do. Don't, but at least don't, if they go up a little bit, it's going to look amazing. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not criticizing the Mandalorian. And the moment I see his ship approaching Mandalore, and you see him walking the throne room to Bo-Katan sitting there, I got like just i i can't describe the feelings that came, overcame me of excitement uh, and wonder and awe i just want more lone wolf and cub doing their own mini side adventures i just really enjoy that stuff well she's gonna give him a fetch quest to say you're gonna have to go do this <laughs> to uh to master the black saber right because that's all that's right. probably what this season is it's about understanding the black saber and the power struggle associated with it here, and here's the thing also, sorry, Bo-Katan is such a cool character, and um, what's her name? The actress. Katie Stackoff. Thank Stackoff? you. She's so fucking awesome. Around, she was Hearing great. her talk at yeah. Fan Expo was amazing. Oh, she I was one of my favorites. Give her, yeah. Give hmm? her her own show already. Just make uh, the Mandalorian TV show starring her separate from this guy. I don't know. I just, I love her. <laughs> I want more of her. Um, go make her own show. It did look weird to me, though, that when they show her, like, in the throne room and stuff like that, she's still in her gear, but she's, like, sprawled out, kind of like mm -hmm. Leia was from Return of the Jedi. And I'm like, okay, this is your throne room. Shouldn't you be comfortable? Like <laughs> She's either, a warrior. She, she's she is comfortable in that, I guess. Then why is she laying out? She's a warrior who would be sitting and kind of ready for action as opposed I mean, to... I mean, yeah, the answer is simple. It's her. It's her uniform, right? These are yeah. live-action cartoons. Um, it's her character costume. So, yeah. you know, it looks cool. That that matters more when they make these. What looks I don't know. Cool. You put her in a different outfit, and you got a new toy you can sell. Come on, Disney. Uh, yeah, right. Think about it. <laughs> oh, but I don't have that. But I don't have throne room, Bo-Katan. <laughs> They've they've made an animatronic uh, Babu Frick that you can buy like life size um, at the at Disneyland that I when, intend to purchase. I was gonna say when is yours me. arriving? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's going to pick it up himself. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> can't wait to adopt my own little Babu Frick. <laughs> he's so cute. Is he gonna like sip every time you're like on a video conference call or something like that? Is he just gonna be like sitting in the it's corner or on a shelf at the back? And he'll like every so often he'll throw stuff at you. He's like, what? I just got that for you. I'm sorry, I gotta deal with this. And then turn away. <laughs> You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, now yeah. Frick on a Stick. And he's oh, just sitting God. behind me. Oh, God. Anyway, right, well, I, think that, I think, yeah, I think that was all the Star else. Wars things to come out of D23. Here's a non-Disney thing, because uh, yeah, those do got? exist. Wait, okay. Um, sure, let's take a non-Disney detour for a bit before we jump back into more Disney. Because you know Why we're not? going back into Disney. Um, yeah, yeah, I like it. So Trevor Moore from Whitest Kids You Know died in 2001. Mm. Oh. So that was the end of the Whitest Kids You Know. Okay. Uh, but it turns out it wasn't because they had finished all of his audio work for their animated movie, Mars, which is a movie that I am so excited to see, even though I knew nothing about it until this morning. <laughs> Although part of me feels like I've heard about like rumors of it before, just based on what I'm about to say. Uh, okay. So the movie is about a couple of billionaires who are racing to put a city on Mars. Um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with Elon Musk or Richard Branson or Jeff Bezos. Because no one knew who those guys were when they wrote this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they, uh, yeah. So they're 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 putting out. Uh, they the movie is going to come out. Um, uh, they wrote it twenty years ago. Okay, yeah. So it's happening right now. Um, yeah, they think it's going to go on for now. Like they wrote this a while ago. Um, wow, this is wild. And but they crowdfunded the movie budget. Yeah, three hundred thousand dollars. They crowdfunded. Yeah. So that's uh, uh, way to go. Right. So, yeah. So um, we will see. Um, we will see what happens 
but uh, it, it uh, I'm excited. I want to see Whitey's kids, you know, because we've got um, what you what do you call them? We got the uh, kids on the block back. Ki- yeah, That's kids right. in the hall. Kids in the hall. Thank you. I yep. knew I was doing that wrong. At least I didn't have the new there. Um, and then uh, now to have the whitest kids you know come back for a for a hit, that'd be good. Obviously, this is going to be the last thing because they're not doing anything more without Trevor Moore. But uh, yeah, it's uh, that sounds very cool. Um, I like that. Uh, it's funny how timeless I guess that that story is still going to be um, as we move into the future of uh, billionaires wanting to flee the planet. Uh, for another one it's like what do they know (laughs) they know that the world is doomed they're just not willing to spend the money to fix it they'd rather spend more money to leave it the meek shall inherit the earth everyone else will find um, some place better it will be still relevant this animated movie uh yes down the line 20 years from now so that's very cool uh, yeah. I'll take us on another quick detour before we dive okay. back into Disney's D23. Mm. Um, <clears throat> um, Kevin Smith. You guys like Kevin Smith? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What about him? So he was recently on a podcast with Cinema Blend going over some of his career and stuff. And the topic okay. of dogma came up because he's oh. doing Clerks 3. He keeps doing stuff with Jane Silent Bob. So like, sure. I can see how someone's like, what's next for some other project you did yeah. of revisiting something old? Um, so he says, I wish I could get that movie back, man. I've talked about it before, but you know, Harvey Weinstein, sorry kids, owns that movie personally. The devil himself owns my movie about angels. <laughs> uh, apparently they've reached out trying to like broker some type of arrangement, licensing, whatever, just so he can do something else with it. And Weinstein won't budge. Uh, it took him a long time to to get to be willing to offer him money because he's like, I don't want to give Harvey Weinstein more money. Uh, yeah. The only reason he was willing to do it is when they finally explained to him, like, well, technically you're not giving it to him. You're going to give it to him, and he's then going to give it to a bunch of other people that have to take care of all this stuff for him. So he's really not going to get it. He's like, all right. Yeah. But uh, he's just trying to bring uh, bring all his family home, right? I, yeah, or even even so, so he can Weinst- show it. Weinstein's in jail. <clears throat> yeah, so he's going to be dead in the next few years, right? Maybe it'll go to his estate. And so, is his estate also a bunch of pricks, or <laughs> right? Like, are they gonna they gonna give it up? His estate apparently are being pricks. So I'm reading about this that um, he's made a few offers, uh, yep. and they keep saying no. Um, oh, to, they made to the offers to, them, to his estate, not to him. To his, so the lawyer is managing the estate, even though the estate, go, like Dave says, goes out to paying off um, the, the many yeah. fucking things that he's done wrong. Um, but they keep t- re- they keep refusing what he offers. Um, he suspects they're probably trying to hope for like five million dollars from him yeah. for the movie, but he says that's not going to happen. <clears throat> no one's going to pay for that. Yeah, five million for that's a movie that bad. old is a little. That's like three times its budget. Yeah, that's really too bad that this thing's locked away like that. I should I'm really, sure it's uh... a matter of time. Uh, there's the expenses are going to keep mounting for Weinstein. He's going to keep losing his contacts and future. Like, I'm sure he's got a lot of residuals that keep coming in that are keeping him flush, uh, right? Because he's been involved in so many projects. Um, sure. But I don't know. I feel that that's going to just run out eventually or people are going to separate themselves from his projects just to cut off that funding. Well, thank God I've got a copy of it on DVD. Yeah. So there's that. So he can't take your copy ever. No. Wonder if I can sell it to Kevin Smith. (laughs) Oh, you want Dogma? I've got a copy here. here. I got a copy. It's, It's sealed too. I could I could digitize it, mint it as an NFT, and try to scam someone with it. Probably. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think uh, it'd be cool to see them revisit Dogma. I bet you can convince uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck to come back. I mean, I don't know where they would go, right? Like they right. they killed them. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Spoilers. Uh, they killed the angels. <laughs> uh, we learned that Alanis Morissette has the voice of God. Um, and the voice of God himself has well, since passed. So uh, they the, would have the to movie, do some, ooh, we could get Chris Rock back in for just something. 
Yeah. The movie <laughs> opens with them opening their eyes to a bright light and they're in heaven. Oh. And the heaven. No, well, that's what I'm saying the story is, is that, oh, uh, they actually just woke up in heaven um, because they think they can reform them. Uh, and they, it's almost like the good place, maybe. They, uh, they want to nice. get the fuck out, but they keep trying to reform them. And they want to get the hell out and get back to Earth because it's worse in heaven than it was in Earth. Even though that was the whole point of that first movie was trying to get to heaven. I mean, but, maybe... But the whole point, the, the part that you're missing okay, is don't if poke they holes it... into my into my movie idea that's not really going to get made all right i'm just having some fun i was going to run with that and say instead they instead of going to heaven because they did not get absolved they went to hell so now that's a good one too hell is in possession of these two powerful angels who have decided we can run things better and it, it's their process of taking over hell and then what would be funny is maybe Satan just wants to try to get them to Earth again because yeah. he wants to use them as he, like a tool to take down God. But they're like, no, no, we're good here. No, we're no, fine we're here. We like it here. Our own power. You guys need to rewatch Dogma. I don't think you remember it very well. <laughs> okay. Well, we should put it on our on our list of rewatch movies because they couldn't go to hell because then that would unmake the universe. And no, they couldn't go to heaven because that would unmake the universe. Sorry, they couldn't because... go to heaven because that would unmake the universe. And um, the devil isn't going to help them because he's making them look bad because they're putting their finger in God's eye after all these years and all his attempts. And oh, they're, yeah, that's here they are being successful. It's a fight between the devil and these angels in hell. I know, it's I know it's pure fantasy, but I'm definitely going to establish the, the storyline for this. Damn it. I mean, well, I think you have to do it without Matt Damon... And Ben Affleck, because they were unmade at the end of the movie. They didn't well, die and go to heaven hell. or hell. No, no. no. They, oh cut off, they, no, no they cut off their Jesus wings. They cut Christ. off their wings, which made them mortal. Go. Right. And then Alanis so Morissette came down. When Alanis yeah. Morissette came down, she didn't kill them. She unmade them. No, she killed them. She destroyed them with her she voice. Un- they blew up her unmaking as well. You're both right. You're <laughs> You're both wrong. They cease to exist. They don't the exist in heaven. They don't this exist in hell. Kev- so Kevin, you got to make this movie. So don't call it Dogma. Call it uh, what were their names? Loki and Bartleby. Bartleby. Yeah. I think that's um, right. Just you call it Loki season two. See if anyone notices, <laughs> and then just go with that story. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's a great segue to get us back to D twenty three and the plethora. The unending stream of Marvel news that came out of this thing. Thought San Diego Comic-Con was wild? This is wilder. Did you guys watch that trailer for Secret Invasion? Yes. No. We were talking about from My San God. Diego Comic-Con about like, wow, they're they're putting it all out there. They're giving yeah. us this. They're talking about this stuff. What could they possibly... We thought they were going to hold stuff back. They did yeah. hold stuff back. They did. Somehow, with everything we got at Comic-Con, they still held stuff back. We got Secret Invasion. Good lord, it looks fucking good. Oh, it lo- yeah. it re- has It has that, fal- uh, sorry, it has that Winter Soldier vibe, the, the yes. second Captain America. Um, the, the espionage action. Uh, you know, Nick Fury's back on Earth. Why has he been away? He, I bet. Right? I bet, though, I think it's him, and I think he's been away because you can't trust any motherfucker that's on that planet Earth because anyone could be a Skrull. Good God, I can't wait. The paranoia, the uh, fucking thrills that are going to occur as everyone's pointing guns at each other. Are you a fucking Skrull? Are you a fucking Skrull? It's going to be wild. It's going to be pretty good, yeah. Mike, the one scene you just have to take away from the trailer is, through. well, through the trailer we see... uh, Nick Fury, no eye patch. He's got marks, but no eye patch. Right at the very end, you see the old like Nick Fury eye patch is back on. Which yeah, from the trailer, you're introduced to the idea of like, are we dealing they, with Nick Fury? They literally bookmarked <clears throat> the trailer with the same shot, practically. Yeah. Of two the only Nick difference Furies. being a goddamn eye patch. I'm like, yeah. are you? You're, so not only are you going to be fucking with us in the show, you're fucking with us in the trailer. Yeah. So you're, you're telling me I need to break my no trailer rule and go watch this trailer. The it, moment yeah. when he says to Rhodey, how well do you know your security detail? I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Goosebumps. <laughs> it, Mike, it's a trailer you would approve of because it introduces the elements of the story, but you have no idea what's going on. No idea That's what's going on. That's the kind of trailer on. I like. Yep. yep. Um, 
Speaking of something introducing an idea and have no idea what's going on, Werewolf by Night. Oh, yes. That looks so twisted, like like jazzy. And uh, it reminded me a lot of WandaVision in that when you watched WandaVision the first time, you're like, I have no idea what's going on. And I can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, that's what I'm feeling about this. Right. But, yeah, uh, I guess when I'm watching it, I'm like, I've seen this before. Because it looks like um, the werewolf, like, the, sorry, the wolfman from the yeah. 40s. It looks oh, yeah. like uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Right. Um, black and white movies. Like Frankenstein, it looks like all the classics. Frankenstein, Boris Karloff. It looks like they're doing that. They're doing a black and white 40s horror film, um, I but think using Marvel ton- characters. I think with a bit tongue-in-cheek, tongue right? They're playing up the characters to be in that to be in that tone, to be in that 40s horror movie, they're playing up the, oh, no, right? Like the the, the overacting well, and that, stuff. But that's how they played it then, though, <clears throat> yeah. too. That's the thing. Uh, um, and did you recognize how fucking violent it was? Like, there's so much blood splattering, but you can't tell because it's black and white. Oh, like, no, someone's arm gets that. cut off right in front of you. Um, it do- Cameron doesn't cut away or anything, and there's splatters on the ground as the arm falls. And... I'm like, this is this is horror, this is g- gore, but no one's but there was no age restriction on this YouTube video. Oh, probably because it's black and white, and you, so can't, you can't really tell. tell the blood and gore. That's interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the quick shot of Man Thing? No, I totally missed Man Thing. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, he was there. Here it is, uh, um, Man Thing. Who I did some digging. Oh, I, damn. Right? Yeah. Looks just like him. I did some digging on the character because I'm not really too super familiar. I'm more familiar with Swamp Thing, um, DC's Kinda character. Kind of the same idea. But you I know, think. Man-Thing came first, technically. Oh, did uh, it? So Swamp Thing was published first, but Man-Thing was written first. It's weird. I was reading about this. So Stan Lee um, and his buddies, Roy Thomas and Jerry Conway, back in the day, uh, came up with the Man-Thing idea. And they, uh, one of these guys, one of these writers, was roommates with Len Wein, who created Swamp Thing. Um, who would also be eventually go on and create um, Wolverine. So, like, he's a prolific writer for both Marvel and DC, and so it's like, so wait, does that mean he just sort of copied his roommate's idea and took it to DC? Wow. Well, yeah. looking at it, uh, so I pulled up the wiki pages for both of them. Yeah. The first appearance of Man-Thing was May 1971. The first appearance of Swamp-Thing was July of 1971. Oh, okay. Two so I guess I got that. after. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is as a DC or as a Marvel character. Um but they also absorbed other things, right? So they could have existed uh, under. Well, like I title. said, the uh, di- so Stanley and friends wrote it, yeah. and then the roommate of one of them also wrote it for DC. So, anyway, there was uh, a Man Thing movie in two thousand and five. Was there really? Okay, um, cool. I first know, attempt at the DV DC uh, MCU, I guess. I don't know. They're like, let's try this stuff. <laughs> no. Well, uh, that's awesome. Speaking of of a t- first attempts at MCU that didn't go well, but we're revisiting. Uh, we're getting the vill- a, a villain setup from Incredible Hulk is going to be a main villain in Captain America Four. Tim that Blake again? Nelson. So Tim Blake Nelson uh, is returning in Captain America Four as the leader. Oh, damn. <laughs> Yes, and he was in Incredible Hulk, uh, and he gets a little accident, and he gets uh, a little bit of the Hulk serum or whatever on a cut on his forehead, and his head grows, and then we never see or hear from him again, because it was a tease, a setup for some future appearance in a future Hulk movie that never happened. So now Uh, it might actually be happening. And it's, yeah, Yeah. okay, he is the guy with the big head. Not a massive Mm -hmm. head, but his skull is rather large. I mean, really big. Yeah. 
So there's yeah. a Green Lantern character that's very similar, but his head is kind of like Modoc size. No, <laughs> although this picture, he totally looks like Sinestro. Yes, with a bigger yeah. forehead. Yeah, um, that's a um, great. But that's cast fun, right? For, uh, yeah, and a great pick uh, to play the leader. I mean, obviously they mm -hmm. did this years ago, so it's not like they were going to change it. <laughs> but uh, just from at that point, like he he fits. I think he'd fit very well. What's funny is the MCU has been around so long now that they're picking from themselves for future things. Like, <laughs> yes, you know, does well, that mean they've run out of ideas? Whenever, what's the rule about redecorating? Always start shopping in your own home. Try moving things to other places and see what works. Oh. Right? No, that's a good idea. I think my wife's laughing in the other room because she's like, why is he talking about redecorating and Marvel stuff at the same time? <laughs> um, <laughs> um so yeah you're right that is i guess what what they're doing here they're like you know this was something unused let's use that it just doesn't work here let's put it somewhere else we tried it in incredible hulk didn't work let's move it over here uh but uh that should be fun right yeah speaking yes. of fun villains okay uh we had another announcement as oh. uh they released the lineup for the upcoming thunderbolts <laughs> movie yes and looking at this cast for the Thunderbolts movie, Holy I crap. already see conflict in the team. I, yes. I see which way I feel like the the power struggle is going to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm really hoping that I'm wrong and they're going to just change some people like, oh, no, this person's actually going to be in it. But this person's totally against it. I mean, the last <clears throat> time uh, Bucky and U.S. agent saw each other, they were punching each other. Right. And now they have to stand next to each other punching other people. You know, there's going to be problems there. So we've got the lineup they gave us was Ghost, who we saw introduced in Ant-Man and Wasp. Yep. Red Guardian from Black Widow. Yep. Taskmaster, also from Black also Widow. From Black Whether Widow. it's the cool same she's Taskmaster or not, we don't know. Yes, we do. Uh, the oh, cast, do? Uh, the actor, because of the actor. Okay. Um, or Olga Kurilenko or something is the same actress who played her in Fa Captain or Black Widow, who's also playing her here. Cool. Sorry. Uh, okay. We're also going to get Black Widow's sister, Yelena Belova. I mean, uh, the highlight of all of this is right. her. She's Florence Pugh. Gotta <clears throat> love her. She, she's great. And then, of course, as you mentioned, the Winter Soldier and U.S. Agent. Mm -hmm. And Louis... Ju uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. Uh, Madame Back Hydra. As, uh, That's not the name yeah. she's using, but we know who it is. Um, mm -hmm. She's, of course, going to be reading up, leaning up this crew. And yeah, I see Red Guardian... Uh, Bucky and uh, the, we'll call her the White Widow. I don't know. Uh, the new Black oh, Widow. Oh, that's a good. Uh, uh, that's a good name. And uh, no, maybe not in this climate. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel them are. They are going to be standing against Ghost, U.S. Agent, and Taskmaster in terms sure. of we need yeah. to do this. And those three are going to be like this is too far. Well, Red Guardian actually, I feel he is morally malleable. Mm-hmm. Bucky's going to be the only one that's standing firm. He's going to be totally, um, he's going to act totally like a dad, uh, protecting his daughter, who could probably yeah. beat him up easily. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, against, you know, these other just, yeah, I, you can see the dynamic of the team. You can see how it's going to clash, but also work together. It's pretty exciting. I'm looking, f I hope that they take into account a lot of the criticism people had of Taskmaster in that movie to just make it a better character. Mm -hmm. I mean, these should all be characters that are looking for redemption, right? That's the point of the Thunderbolts is you're giving this chance to make, because they all have like Red Guardian. We've seen him in jail. Bucky, he still has a dubious history with the American government. So that's how he's getting pulled into. These are all, the rest of them mm -hmm. are all, you know, people they've pulled in from one uh, path or another, uh, but they're all looking for redemption. You know, it'd be funny if one character starts to say, like, what is this? Some kind of suicide? And then just interrupts. Yeah. like, no, no. Dude, that's up. just a suicide mission. Shut up. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's absolutely the suicide squad for the Marvel Universe. Yeah. But I'm it's... thinking of that terrible delivery of by Will Smith in that first yeah. one. <laughs> he looks around. What is this? Some kind of suicide squad? <gasps> like, okay, no one says that. Oh, you know, it'd be fun. You cut in. So it's Red Guardian. He's like, as we're getting introduced to him, he's sitting there watching TV. He's in jail. And what is he watching? He's watching Suicide Squad. He's watching a yeah, piece of sure. shit movie and he gets up and walks away. He's like, what do you want me for? That could be interesting. That would work. Because right? it's a fun little nod to be like, yeah, we get it. It's definitely the same thing. 
Yeah. If Warner Brothers bought into it and let them do it, I think that would also raise their profile. Be like, oh, they're willing to play. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. Right. But we all go, know they're not far so. for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm glad that we got a sort of confirmation of the cast who we've been like mulling over in our minds who would be on the team for a while now. This is, a, is this a movie? I can't uh, recall. This is a, it's movie, a movie or show. And I believe it's going to be the, I don't know, like the, the, the end stone or I don't know how you want to call it, the last part of phase five. Oh, okay. So this is what's going to end phase five and then lead, and then we're going into phase six. And I don't remember what is in phase five versus phase six anymore. I just, honestly, I just open up and I, I wait for the, the, the Marvel to come. That sounded inappropriate, not the way I intended. I just like it more is. Marvel content. It is supposed to come after. Uh, you always, yeah, oh God. Anyway, it's supposed it's to come after Captain deeper. America, yeah. uh, New World Order, as far as release is concerned. Uh, Which so makes that's... sense. So then we're going to see something in New World Order where uh, right. the the Winter Soldier is like, well, you've got some time you've got to serve. Like he's going to get arrested or something. He'll, you that. know what? He'll. I bet you he'll be the last recruit. Yeah. Um, because he would because uh, if someone came to him about this he would turn it down yeah um but if something happens in the movie where he feels uh like he has to join that's going to be the final recruit for it and i think they're going to play on that redemption line like he's looking for because he feels he's got control issues and too much anger sometimes so he's yeah. always looking for his redemption to live up to captain's to Cap's uh, uh, legend, um, so he, at, I think, at the end of the movie, he'll be like, "All right, I'll, I'll join your team just to try to keep these guys in line, to help them get the redemption that they that I want to." Yeah, I went to Wikipedia for a moment. Sorry, IMDb to pull something up, and like yeah. on the front page is this shot um, from Mandalorian, and it's just Baby Yoda on on Mando's lap in the ship, and Mando's asleep, and Baby Yoda's just like, "Ooh, I'm cute," <clears throat> and I'm like, "Oh, I know." I'm flying the plane. How can you tell if he's asleep? The way his position. Well, he could be turning his head. Uh, watch the trailer. He's repositioning okay. himself. He's like, he's sleeping for a journey. And uh, Baby Yoda's okay. just cuddling on up. So there, he's what? He's like, you drive for a bit. I'm going to doze okay. off. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's old enough to drive. He's what, 50? <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. he's 50 plus. Right? Uh, so some other big yet, news... Some other big news that came out, I think, uh, late last night or early this morning was uh, director confirmation for mm -hmm. Fantastic Four movie. Fantastic. Um, Matt Shackman. Might not sound familiar because they're kind of up and coming. Uh, they directed a, uh, an episode of Here and There of the Boys, Succession, some other stuff. Oh, Game of Thrones. Hold on. And they were instrumental in the creation of WandaVision. They were uh, one of the creative leads of WandaVision, as well nice. as having directed that show. So, uh, looks like Marvel was impressed with their work. Sounds and like it. It was like, uh, do you want Fantastic Four? So, I also got to think that they have fun. a hard time finding people who want to do Fantastic Four. Exactly. Like, if I'm that, a big it has name a lot of director, stigma with it. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole unless you, like, back up a giant truck of money. Or or my career has already reached the point where even a shit movie like that isn't going to hurt it. Sure. And so, now, or or you're a young guy and you're going to be like, all right, well, this is my shot, so I'm going to take it, even if it isn't that's, horrible. That's what it is, right? This is a young guy. He's yeah. been given this chance. Um, and you know that with Marvel's marketing and the backup that Disney's going to give it, that they're going to give him everything he needs to make the best movie possible. So it just can a good Fantastic Four movie be made. Exactly. Right. I think exactly. It can That's the question. With yeah, with the stewardship of the MCU as opposed to trying to make their own thing that's not connecting. I think that's why those other movies failed because they just couldn't connect to like a bigger idea. Maybe. Maybe that'll be the final thing that actually makes it work because we've had three attempts. Let's count them here. Three, three attempts. Yep. That no, that unreleased one is what I'm counting. Oh, okay. uh, That unreleased one and then Tim Story's Fantastic Four in like the early So this will be the fourth one. So if it's fantastic, it will really be the Fantastic, the fantastic Four. The fourth Fantastic Four. Yes, exactly. No, no. It wouldn't be the fourth Fantastic Four. The, the Fantastic Fourth? 
<laughs> no, because that would it. that's well, that's closer. But if the fourth Fantastic Four would 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 say that the other three were fantastic. Yes, this is more like the finally first... the Fantastic Four. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> finally, fantastic. Oh, he's involved in a few. He's working on the Star Trek sequel as well. Yeah, I saw that. And um, the Godzilla and the Titans project for Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Wow. So a lot of people have a lot of faith in this person. Yeah. So that's a good sign. Okay. Uh, I've got a uh, list I of approve. some... I will allow this to <laughs> oh, Thank you. That's very yeah, good. Thank you, yeah. Dave. Glad You're we can get that. Carry on. Carry on. Uh, I've, to sort of round things up here for Marvel, I've got a list of stuff they showed footage for, but we're not privy to seeing ourselves. Oh, yes. The, uh, uh, a bunch the of exclusive trailers. stuff. Yep. Uh, they showed off stuff for Marvels, which brings together Captain Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel, and um, whatever name Monica Rambeau is going to go by. Uh, okay. I was going to say, like, what about Monica Rambeau? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they showed some footage that apparently was, it, it seemed, it came off very comedic, a lot like She-Hulk. Uh, then I there mean, was Loki. Yeah. They showed off some Loki season two. Oh, you that, see who they cast in, they, who they've added to the cast in season two? Uh, who was it? I forget. I didn't Data write it down. from the Goonies. There you go. <laughs> uh, Kei Hugh Kwan. Uh, he was also, you, you would have seen him in Everything Everywhere All at Once. There you go. That was when he kind of leaped back into our our minds wait is it okay yeah is it also short round he's also short round yes okay he is. there you go i'm like that's a I feel like that one's more notable uh, the goonies? But, come on yeah Data from the goonies i had no idea who you were talking about right i thought he was gonna say brent spiner from uh, star I, trek yeah data from the goonies i was like children. i think i think dave's hit his head because data is from star trek not from the goonies so do you guys have even? So does the concept of Willow resonate with you guys at all? Like oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I, I You've know, got just... a... Yeah, Willow. Oh, yes, from, it does. Uh, but yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, Willow from Buffy. No, not quite from Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be fair, if you did that series, I would absolutely watch that too. Um, all right. So they showed some more stuff, and they're still not sharing with us, which was Ant Man uh, three. Right. The, some a lot of the same things, um, like Modok. Uh, Kang saying, haven't I killed you before? And all that sort of fun stuff. Um, Black Panther. Uh, apparently there was a crazy cool action scene they showed off. Oh, with cool. kind of revealing who Black Panther is. Uh, won't spoil it necessarily for anyone here. Um, Ironheart. So Ironheart's going to be appearing in Black Panther um, with a suit. Right. yep. Uh, that they'll make. Oh, with a suit. Yep. Oh. Um, and then we'll have her own series against. We recently saw an image for the villain from that. Uh, fuck the hood. The red hood? Uh, no, just the hood. Is it red? Oh wait, is it red hood? No, no, red hood is DC. Oh, you're right. Um, the hood is, and yeah, there's some set photos. He looks freaking great. I mean, he's uh, got a red hood, so it's the yeah. Confusion. He does have a red hood. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Um, and he's going to be the main antagonist in the Disney Plus series for Ironheart, where uh, in the footage they showed off, showed a slightly different suit from, so it looks like it's Iron Man all over again. We're going to get different suits for the nice. next five years. Yeah, we will. Um, and Echo. Uh, they showed some footage that included uh, Wilson Fisk and Daredevil. Okay, so they're re they're really gonna uh, they really want to emphasize this one to kind of tie it back to to uh, Daredevil, which is still yeah coming, right. Mm -hmm. Yep, we're getting him in She Hulk at some point, um, and we're getting him in his own show, and I guess in this, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm down for that. Um, but Dave, I'm sorry I stepped on you earlier. Something about Willow. There was actually oh, some Willow something or other released. There was. I was also going to mention they did talk about, though they didn't give any more details, about Armor Wars too. Uh, that's still being wor uh, worked on. With yes, Don I Cheadle. think they. Yeah, I think it was just because <laughs> after after the last one, Comic Con, people were like, "What about fucking Armor Wars?" Yeah, they're like, so I think "No, they it's, just it's, need I swear to confirm. Happening. Promise, it's happening." Um, yeah. So, yes, back to Willow. Uh, they released a new trailer uh, for that upcoming series. It looks so much fun. Uh, mm -hmm. They also announced, though he's not in the trailer, they announced that Christian Slater will also be joining the cast. Oh, okay. I want him to be Matt Morgan's brother. I can't recall. Was he in the movie? 
No. Anytime I okay. think of him, I'm like, yeah, he was this character. I'm like, wait, no, that was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Okay. <laughs> Christian uh, Slater, though, that's a cool addition. Right. Um, he's he's getting up in age, though. So I guess maybe <clears throat> if this takes place a little bit almost at the same time f- frame between, like in real time, between when the Willow movie came out and now, mm-hmm. that he would fit as Mad Madig Martigan's brother that would yeah fit. I thought that that'd be a nice fit to kind of I mean I can understand them not wanting to bring Mad Martigan back in uh, for Val Kilmer Val Kilmer know, having yeah. some uh, issues there um, but I think I mean they I, I want there to be some type of reference to Mad Martigan because he think he was like he was the the adopted father of the one kid until they got her uh, to um, well to the yeah. new kingdom or whatever um, but uh, and I don't so I don't think be a it statue would or something. Well, yeah, and I mean, you would have said, I think we all felt the same way when we heard about the movie Maverick, like, oh, I hope there's some kind of something reference related to Goose, yeah. uh, Val Kilmer, Goose and Ice yet Bo- he gets a whole, or Iceman, whatever, he gets a whole ass scene in that movie. Yes. So, and that, actually, the reason for that was Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. Um, so they came to Tom Cruise to do Maverick, and he said, oh, I'm so excited, what's Val Kilmer's part? And, they're, and uh, uh-huh. obviously they're like, "Oh, he's not in it." He's like, "Oh, well, uh, then I'm not in it." It, it was <laughs> if Val Kimmer's not in it, then I'm not in it. That wow. was that was the line. Well, um, yeah, and so I'm sure people came to said to Tom, "But he can't act anymore. He can't do this." And and I'm sure Tom was like, "Of course he can. We have unlimited money. We yeah. can do what we want. Make it work. Make him comfortable. Make it work." I have the power yeah. of Scientology in me. I can make anything happen. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's that was literally they they came to him and said, "Do you want to make this movie?" And they're like, "He's like, sure. What's Fowl doing?" And yeah. get him get him a part. And I think I think they did his part perfectly, right? Like he was great oh, yeah. at it. He, played, he was great. He, he was, was pivotal role, not super uh, taxing, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. an important role nonetheless. Very cool. good. Um, so, <clears throat> have we milked now, this D twenty three dry? Is there anything left? Oop. Pixar. Oh. Pixar. Yes. Okay. There's some Pixar stuff. Uh, yeah. Pixar is getting into the same game as Disney, and that they're actually going to do their first long form series. They're going to do a series, not just a movie. They're going to do a series. Oh. Okay. Sure. What's what is it? Is uh, it is it based on something or is it original or? Uh, it's an original series. It's called Win or Lose. Uh, it's going to start okay. Will Forte. Okay. Uh, he's going to be uh, Coach Dan, and it follows uh, a co-ed school softball team in the week leading up to the championship game. Aw. Okay, that sounds cute. I was yeah. looking at a picture. Um, you've got a bit of a uh, the animation style of the humans looks a lot like red. Yes. Yeah. It's cute. Looks, uh, looks fun. Um, I'll give it a watch. Because it's Pixar. Uh, the only other the other thing I saw notable from Pixar was that they are making a sequel to Inside Out. Yes, and is that something some... that needs a sequel? <clears throat> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but at the same time, I see a big opportunity with this because it's a lot about um, growing up, growing so... up. But it's also about processing your feelings, processing your emotions, yeah. and it's a way that they can. Talk about mental health in a movie. Yeah. That's the true. setup for a sequel writes itself. Yeah. The, the character is older. There's new emotion characters in her head that yep. have to interact. Go. She's going to be a teenager. That's all yeah. that we have so far. But there will be new emotions that appear. Some are okay. returning. So Amy Poehler's Joy is coming back. Yeah. I mean, um, I imagine I the same. Li- wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> you said she's a teenager? Yeah. So clearly this was written by boomers because teenagers today have no joy. Have no joy. <laughs> have no joy. Yes. You know they, what? That's, they've seen that's what the... they've seen what is in store for them and there is nothing to be joyful for. That's the story. You know? We start with joy. She's in a cell. Yeah. Inside her head. Yeah. And the movie ends with them realizing the jailbreak is a bad idea that there is no joy in the world. And if they release her, she'll just wither and die. Yeah. No, it's got to be more positive. You need <laughs> We're to so bring the cynical, joy James, out like, in the no. world. One, one of That's the new emotions. The message. One of the new emotions is hope. 
and the movie ends with Joy beating the shit out of Hope and then killing herself like a murder-suicide for Joy and Hope. Uh, Disgust is choking it out. I will end you, but I... uh... See? No, Disgust disgust is sitting off to the side choking one out. Oh, God. (laughs) I I saw an amazing movie last night at TIFF, Midnight Madness, The Blackening. It's a horror movie, but it's a comedy. And it is so, so funny. And there's so many subtle lines. It's so well written and clever. Um, And I recommend it even if you're not a horror fan, because the horror is just there as this backdrop. It's all just, it's Cabin in the Woods uh, horror. Mm. Um, So, but fuck, I'm trying to remember this line. Someone was like, oh yeah, I'm dating a a white guy. uh, this like uh, who wants to be a cop and so every time he gets mad I think oh this is it the start of the murder suicide <laughs> <laughs> it's so good anyway uh, and so there are some actors who aren't returning though uh, and I don't know if it's a controversy or not or if it's just because they don't want to use those emotions for this movie but Mindy Kaling's disgust and Bill Hader's fear aren't coming back Really? How do you? Well, so, they, they have to be bringing somebody in to do fear. How do you do a movie about emotions without fear? Right. They'd have to recast. So is it? Is it? Well, so yeah. Is it that they didn't want to pay them enough money to come, or do they just ha- not have a plan to use them at all in the first place? Or is it too early and they just haven't signed the contracts yet? Yeah. This is. Is this a bender all over again, where their right. both sides are going to be public on social media until one bends? Because they did. What did they? What did the article say? Did it say he's not coming back, or did it, like... um, the rumor is that they're not being paid, offered enough money to come back? There but I mean, it's the fucking Hollywood rumor machine. Who so, knows what's true and what's not? Exactly. Um, yeah. So, th- so then the actual line is they have not yet been confirmed in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's not that they're not coming, and it's not that they are coming. It has not been confirmed. Yeah. I think uh, though, Lewis Black is confirmed to return. As of rage. course, you got to have him as rage. Who else would you have, have as rage? Honestly. Anyway, um, so does that wrap up? I guess with the last thing about Pixar was we saw some images for their next movie, which uh, uh, Elemental, I think it's called, which looks yes. good. Obviously, it's that Pixar, looks fun. so it looks good. No, but is that going to be I a think... Sherlock Holmes thing? No, it's going to be a no. chemistry, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, chemistry. <laughs> um, so that wraps up D23. Nothing else to talk about. Yeah, I'm pretty What spent. an exciting, exciting couple days. Definitely something that's like, I wish I uh, went to Comic-Con and D23 this year. It seemed like good years to go. So is D23 like a public event people can go to or is it yes. just... okay? I always yeah. had I always had the thought I'm like and then there's D23 and D23 is like the secret club for Disney I don't know what you need to do to be a part of this Disney club uh, but I just assumed it was like the execs and the tastemakers yeah. and stuff like the reporters coming in to say hey what are we doing here It doesn't even happen every year though um, Oh really Like even without the pandemic it would only be every couple of years <clears throat> that they do a D23 That seems unusual yeah, I guess it's just make it more exclusive, make it more uh, worthwhile coming, not just like an annual convention. Okay. Of- so is it like make regular though? It. Like is it every two years or is it like we're doing one this year and it's like a surprise to everybody? You know what I mean? Like do they do they announce it? Like do do they have to announce that they're doing one this year or do they do yeah, one they have every to announce, third year? They have to announce that they'll be doing one. Okay, so it's not like every second year or every third year or something. No. It's completely random. It's either two to three years have been between each. Oh, wow. So it really is. They just decide, all right, well, this time we're going to do it. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, and I I think maybe Chadwick I don't know when it's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) I think Chadwick Boseman was posthumously uh, inducted into some sort of Disney Hall of Fame, something or other. Oh, yeah, very cool. nice. They froze his body and put it in the... Next to Walt, yeah. Next to Walt, yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so uh, I think... Uh, is there any other news? We've gone for almost an hour so far. 
sorry that's just that thought just gave me i'm like wow disney could have like the freakiest wax museum in the world where it's just all the people that have been frozen and like held. really if they're if they have this and they're not monetizing it it's only a matter of time because who wouldn't i mean if they have walt disney frozen if they have walt disney's head frozen at walt disney world and you could go see it and it was an additional 20 bucks you'd pay the 20 Uh bucks if it was an additional two hundred dollars for a photo op with the frozen head of Disney, people would pay it. Exactly. Um, so twenty dollars, you, you get everybody filing through the door. You but guys it's like then you've are got to both have wrong. All of them. You're both wrong because Kevin Smith gets two hundred dollars for a photo op. You yes. could charge two grand. Yeah. And the photo op would be you. You if okay if you're gonna start if that's the plan is to start doing photo ops with with Walt Disney, the frozen head of Walt Disney. You start at twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> and you say we're gonna do a thousand of these twenty thousand dollar photos. Uh, once they're done, we're gonna we're gonna go to a lower value, but the the what you get is going to be less. So like the for twenty thousand dollars, it's like a backdrop of your choice with the head and costume. Like you know, if it's a Star Wars background, then you've got a couple of Star Wars, you know, like um, co- uh, cast members. Not actual cast members, but like Walt is like Disneyland cast members, um, you know, in the picture, in the background type thing. And that's like 20 grand. And they would sure. sell out all thousand spots five seconds after the, they finished uh, inhaling on the announcement breath. There's, a, so, of course, an upsell where they can CGI Walt Disney's frozen head onto someone else's body. And then you can be the frozen head beside him that he's holding all kinds of options, depending on what you want to spend. Yeah. So. so there's a new season of of Pennyworth, the DC show. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Pennyworth, we talked Batman's, about it. The the origin the, and of the Batman's new title, Butler. the origin of Batman's Butler. Yeah. God damn it, that's such a mouthful. The title looks so sh- garbage. This is going so they, into they dr- season four. Yeah, they dropped this on uh, YouTube in the middle of D23. <laughs> everyone's and just roasting the title in the comments it's oh, and yeah. ch- it's season four of a show but it's but it's a new name so is that not season one of a new show right right i mean if you're giving it this name to be like okay guys just so you know this is a show about batman's butler butler you know what it's season four nobody cares they either know and they're on board with yeah. it or they don't know and they're still on board with it right and if they don't know it's your fault for not advertising it properly it in the first place yeah <laughs> too late now unless anyway. they're gonna actually it's streaming so they're probably gonna go back to the first season and rename the first oh, season rename all of them yeah in oh. which case i guess that works wow so here's something entirely not related to what we normally do here um uh video game news assassin's creed the next game has been announced and a trailer released and its official rating is adults only interesting okay. because of gambling Really? That's it? So it looks like, I don't know, I'm not reading more into this, but oh. I, don't, I think this means is instead of trying to take the gambling mechanics out of the game, they just went ahead and took the AO rating. Yeah, um, that's what that so, sounds like. Because that's what they threatened, right? Was like, if you don't, like going forward, this shit is going to get rated for adults only if right. you've got gambling mechanics in your game. So stop doing it. Because everyone knows you can't sell an adults only game in a game store. But they're like, well, we'll see. Yeah. Challenge accepted. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but I remember from my years at Future Shop, uh, many a parent brought up, okay, Jimmy, you wanted what game? Sure. Can we get Grand Theft Auto whatever tommy here the 10 year old tommy he says it's the next game that he wants to play i'm like yeah tommy's not telling you everything about this game and that's (laughs) going to keep happening right like oh it's the new assassin's creed oh well tommy played the last assassin's creed i'll get him the next assassin's creed the rating on the package isn't going to matter yeah they they exactly so uh it's unfortunate that they're gonna call their bluff the ratings board bluff with this and go ahead um, because no one's also no one's gonna not sell an Assassin's Creed game. Either, the only well, right? but the only difference is the only difference is that the adults only doesn't get like they don't get on store shelves. So oh, well, only they don't get on store shelves because stores have said we'll, we'll never stock that. But oh, but I guess someone the calls point, their bluff because no one will sell it. Because but now yeah, 
So it may not matter. They might just be like, all right, well, it's selling. So. Okay, so it's not yeah. in the show. So, so we like we can't miss out, right? But like, places. can you? Do you think GameStop would actually say no? We're gonna we're gonna stick by some weird principles to not. Yeah, they currently they currently game? don't stock adult only games because adult only games don't make them any money. The yeah. moment adult only games make them money, they no longer have a reason not to stock it. Is there a reason for at the back with beaded curtains and stuff? You can go back God, there and check awesome. them out. <laughs> and it's just one game though. It's just it's one Creed. game. Everyone who walks into that room is so disappointed. Oh my God, what's in here? Oh, it's Assassin's Creed. Yeah, to spice things up, All they'll right. just add some pornos anyway. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure oh, once boy. the once the dam breaks and they have an adults only section, they can probably fill it with other games. I mean, with this classification, I'm sure a lot of future games are going to get marked as adult only because they have a gambling mechanic in it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, with that depressing news, I think we can just go ahead and end there. Uh, if anyone agrees or disagrees with any of our takes, we'd love to hear from you. It's contact at thirdwheelpodcast.com. Otherwise, thanks for joining me this week, Mike. I'm going home. Yes. And Dave. Thanks for having me. Pew, pew. I'm going to sleep. Aren't pew, pew. Bye, everyone. Bye. I mean, I'm I got home, home at like spirit. 2 30 a.m. last night, and it's. I had to wake up at 8 o'clock this morning. What time's your first I mean, movie today? No movies today. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Recovery uh, day? I'm going to stop recording. Yeah, recovery day. <laughs>